this whole instructor thing, you know, a lot of people think that I've got an instructor t-shirt, that means I can be at the front showing moves. Well, actually, it's about sharing stuff and just being around people. Just the joy of being around people and socialising and having fun and sharing, that is a, a daily top-up of inspiration for me. You're listening to Mixed Martial Arts. If you ever find yourself in Portsmouth or anywhere in the area, you really need to look up this guest, Jason Bowe. Jason is one of the best of his generation. There's a new generation of Jeet Kune Do uh, instructors coming through. Across the board, he's a very, very good martial artist. Uh, you know, goes are quite international. But for me, it's his hand speed. He's just phenomenal. In the Jim Fan trapping and in the Carly trapping as well, the guy is second to none. And Jason and his group, SMA, are, they're really at the forefront. And they really, really have the balance. They have a really great family atmosphere down there. They have a great, great ethos behind their training. And every single person down there, their skill level is off the scale. They're really, really good. This is going to be Jason's first ever uh, interview. So... Please be gentle with him. All right. Uh, I'm Jason Bowe from Portsmouth, Hampshire. I'm, I'm an instructor under Guru Dan Inocento, Rick Fay, Terry Barnett. Um, and I train Jeet Kune Do, Kali, Panasukan, Silak, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, Thai Boxing, and Associate Arts. Okay, Jason, thanks for joining me. And uh, I'm going to start off with how you first got into martial arts. Um, there's a guy called Bruce Lee don't know if you've heard of him. Is he related to Jet Li? I've seen Jet Li. I get asked that all the time. No, that's Jackie Chan. Anyway, I often get, oh, was he the guy in Rush Hour? Oh, no, that's someone else. Yeah. Now, was, I was nine years old and I watched a video of this guy doing superhuman things. And I didn't even know who Bruce Lee was. Uh, later found out that he was Bruce Lee. And, um, and yeah, I, I joined my local Shotokan Karate Club. Because at nine years old, didn't know the difference between what was what so uh and that's it that's yeah. what started and who, who was your first instructor sensei mervyn o'donnell it would be a really good way to wrap up the interview but it'd be such a short interview uh you actually went back and taught him just last week right taught his group right yes and what how what was it, how did he take it when you got there and go in and he uh you know, I've always regarded him as my sensei anyway, because I believe in you never forget your roots, never forget where you've come from. And it was just such an honour to be invited there. And, you know, it takes courage and sort of a massive amount of humility to invite another instructor to your club to teach, let alone, a, you know, a student. And, um, no, it's very well received and uh, very respected. And just, yeah, it was really nice and just to showcase the arts, you know, to yeah. a to a Shotokan group who, you know, we both know, very traditional. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, so, yeah. And, and I know that you train with Dave Hazard. Yeah, that's well. right, that's right. Yeah. What grade did you get to in I got fourth, Dan. Uh, that's yeah. pretty high, trust me. That actually takes a bit of a level as well because most fourth Dan's, I, yeah, I have it myself, I go out and teach, and at the moment I'm teaching an awful lot of karate groups mm. and I you know I go in and do a little bit of the crossover with the bunkai application yeah, and yeah. I know I know fourth dance that they don't want to they still want to gakazuki chewed on you they want to they, they want to reverse punch you in the chest and they believe they're still mazoyama knocking out a ball they don't want to punch a guy in the head yeah. so it takes a big 
that's a big leap to go from where you were fourth down because that's a pretty big fish to to where realistically yeah right? i mean i was i was trying to run the the karate alongside the jkd for for quite some time and um i, I think i was uh I, I think the students were becoming a little bit confused and i was confusing myself if i'm honest with you you know on one night they were punching with a hand on the hip and on the following night i was telling them to keep the hands up and protect the face and it's kind of like you know one night long stances the following night on the toes and yeah. you know it's almost like which one do you want us to do and it's it's just i don't know running two like that it'd been a lot easier if i'd had separate karate students and separate jkd students but i didn't i had the same group that were doing both and it and in the end i had to make i had to be honest with myself and the students and make a decision it's one or the other yeah and and at the time um, I wasn't training in karate as much as probably what I should have. So I had to be honest and say, look, you know, I've, I'm not really giving it the time that I should be. So I made yeah. a decision. That, that, that's the thing. It's, uh, you know, there's, this, it, there's a certain, there's, you know, there's all different types of instructors, but we're the sort of guys that if we're teaching, we want to keep researching, we want to be distilling. There's a great line from Rick Fay whenever he teaches you something, he'll go, just now go and clean that up. Yeah. And if you're not training yourself in karate, you are going through the motions. And it's not an, you know, we're lucky enough we're in an evolving world right now. Where's your game evolving? What what are you doing all the time to change it? Well, do you know what? I'm fortunate because um, I run a, a full-time school um, and therefore the the classes throughout the week, there's a, there's a good variety of mixture across what we do. Um, so I'm able to keep myself involved in most elements of what we do on a weekly basis. So I'm, I'm quite fortunate in that sense. Um, but my, my latest, um, I don't know, um, flavor if you like for the last few years has been the Gracie Jiu Jitsu yeah um, you know I've done grappling before but entering into my third year now and uh, just, Dave, Dave Burkett Professor, Professor Dave, Dave Burkett, Burkett yeah, right yeah who is as you know another ex-JKD guy and under Terry Barnett so again going back through the lineage you know it's all there and it's just a it's a real pleasure to to you know train in those arts yeah it's, it's a really really good accompaniment and it just sharpens every other area of your game, yeah. right? Yeah, the, the sensitivity, the uh, the leverage, uh, the awareness, you know, and the, and the um, the respect and training ethos you have for your partner and vice versa. Yeah, and the, the, like the the, you know, the self defense stuff is good, you know. The, the, the Gracie Jiu Jitsu self defense stuff is good. It's it's a good syllabus. As it's well. uh, it's a complete art. Um, yeah. but like with anything it's the way in which it's taught as well yeah. and um, you know Dave Burkett is very similar to Terry and yeah. how they structure how they teach and I've always said the same thing about Terry Barnett is how he can break things down into a, a, a series or structure that's so easy to follow yeah and that's inspiring yeah, we're, yeah, we're, to- we're, yeah, we're talking about a, a- yeah, you know, we're talking about a guy that we we just both love, right? Yeah, you know, Terry's is uh, just one of best. He's just one of the best human beings on the planet. As I've often said before, if instead of cloning Dolly the sheep, we need to be cloning Terry and his wife more because we need more people of that caliber in the world, right? Definitely. So, when did you first meet Tel? Oh wow! Um, between two thousand and two, two thousand and five, something like that. Uh, and it was the summer camps that Bob Breen, I think, right. was to organise yes. at Dartford yes. Academy. Yeah. And, 
you know, I'd heard of this Terry Barnett bloke, you know, because I was training with Bob Breen then. I'd heard of him, you know, and uh, he took his his slot on his summer camp. And I just thought, wow, this this is an amazing teacher. And I've just something clicked. And I attended a few of those. And um, it was actually at a Guru Dan seminar in London. I um, started talking to Terry and, um, you know, we arranged a private lesson. And uh, and that was it, really. That, that first two-hour lesson I had at his house, um, just I, I remember driving. It's about a three-hour drive. Yeah, drove all the way home, just a big grin on my face. Elated, right? Yeah, that, that was it. That was the start of it. And yeah, my own personal experience of that was, uh, I have to thank Guru Rick Fay for this because we were travelling down to uh, a seminar in Hartford, and Terry was going to be there. Um, you know, Terry was gracious enough, uh, as Jason pointed out earlier, he can break stuff down to a point that even an idiot like me can work it out. And like, trust me, that's pretty hard, you know? If you can do that, a lobotomized chimp can be taught, right? So uh, we're working out, and then Guru Rick Faye said, so how far do you live from Terry? And I, it, hour and a half's drive, and you don't train with him every week. And at the time, Terry had it so literally almost infamous now. He had the Tuesday night group, and it was by invite only. And Terry doesn't have to, he, you know, he has a really good day job anyway. So, and it's more of a, um, well, it's more of consideration to his wife and to his own life that he, he, he's got, like, the guy's got the ultimate balance. So, you know, you, to train with him, you have to be invited in. And, Rick hooked it up, got me there and started training. But I was also training in Coventry at another place. And I was basically made to take the choice. So I'd, I'd made the choice without even saying to Terry, you know, that I've been given this choice. Uh, it was either train with Terry Barnett or train with me. So, of course, if you've met Terry once, you're, you will do a three-hour round trip. That's just how it works. But as I always say to Terry, I can't remember what he said to me. All I remember is how I felt. And it's the old Maya Angelou line, yeah? I, I just, To this day, I really wish I'd have been able to, like, you know, find out what he said, but whatever it was, and that was the point where I thought, right, this guy and everybody connected to him is where I want to go with it, right? So um, now I'm just going to ask you about your day job because it's a bit of a, <laughs> yeah. a bit of, bit of a hero, right? Uh, well, it's a job. <laughs> uh, so what do you do? I'm a firefighter. Right. Okay. So you rescue cats from trees. You rip your shirt off halfway through. That that, that that's what you've, firefighters you've seen do, me right? Work, you? Yeah, I've seen <laughs> you work. I've seen you work. So, you, but you're not just a firefighter, are you? Uh, I'm a watch manager. So yeah, I'm in charge of um, one of the busiest stations in the county. Um, we've got about. I'm in charge of a watch of twenty. Right. Um, so it's a range of fire engines and um, aerial ladders and things like that. Um, joined when I was twenty three. So. You know, I did the usual bits and pieces, a bit of college, that kind of stuff. But that's my real proper sort of uh, career, if you like, yeah. job. And were you going to keep this running alongside or do you think there'll ever be a time that... Well, I mean, luckily for me at the moment, I work a shift pattern. Um, so it does enable me to uh, train um, quite regularly around my shifts. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that at some point, perhaps the martial arts would uh, be able to yeah. provide me. Uh, you know. Right, Okay. If you want to find out more about me or any of my guests, log on to the website, mixedmartialarts.com. You can hear every interview and more. I know Jason really well, obviously, and his family. And uh, he's got two wonderful boys and 
his eldest is now try, 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 Josh, yeah, yeah Josh, Josh is, is 15, really yeah, yeah. he's helping out he's yeah, yeah. he's uh He's, I made him a junior instructor recently and um, he helps out with the kids' classes and he's also training in the jiu-jitsu as well now. So, really? Um, he's trained with Terry a few times and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. He's, he's coming on. Well, I've yeah. trained alongside of him, yeah. The guy really, really, really moves well. It's something else. So, who inspires you? Ah, well, do you know what? The I mean, I expect um, if you ask any sort of person during these interviews, uh, we're all going to say the same. You know, obviously it's Guru and Santo and Sifu Rikfei and, and Terry Bunn, all these instructors we've just been talking about. But um, in addition to that, um, the people around me as well, you know. Right. So you've got the, the guys that we just mentioned that are way above. They're just kind of up there somewhere. Uh, and I'm so grateful to have that kind of connection with them. But bringing it more down to earth, you know, um, my friends, family and students that are around me on a day-to-day basis that this this whole instructor thing, you know, a lot of people think that I've got an instructor teacher, that means I can be at the front showing moves. Well, actually, it's about sharing stuff and just being around people. Um, so for me, um, just the joy of being around people and socialising and having fun and sharing that is a a daily top up of inspiration for me. Yeah, I like. I just like to add uh, one thing that I'm actually really jealous of. Jason is he's got this. Uh, first of all, uh, th- they are a bit of a work hard, play hard sort of crew, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but th- you know, th- their their levels unbelievably good. But you know, you you, you socialise together. Yeah. You know, I I'm going to embarrass Jason. Yeah. <laughs> If you go to Valencia for a weekend, uh, seminar finishes on what day? Well, what the official? Yeah, day? yeah, 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 yes, yeah. It's not Sun- the Jason Bow finish day. Sunday. And when do uh, the SMA crew come back? Normally Tuesday. All <laughs> oh, right, so that 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 will give you that will give you an idea. So where do you where like where do you want your training to take you? Um, well, again, just as, as 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 high as it can possibly take me. Um, it's for me. It's not when I say high. I don't mean rank or anything like that. It's just um, just want to keep going and be the best I can be um, to basically make my make my instructors proud. Um, and uh, I just want to keep chasing the dream, you know. And if I, if I one day this would be t- this could turn into a full time thing for me, then that'd be great too. It would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah that's the thing. That's the one for everybody. And finally, I'm going to ask the question. Not going to propose, I. <laughs> no, Jason. You know, I've always admired you from afar. No, it's not going to be that. Uh, and if it was that, we'd be in Paris. No. Uh, if you could meet anybody, past or present, who would it be, and why? And don't worry, I won't hold you to it. No, um, I-, I would say Bruce Lee. Really? Yeah, because um, you know, like I said, he at nine years old, he I looked at that man on screen for many years. I watched his films and just thought, wow, this guy is great. Um, and you know, it's the one name that is continually mentioned at seminars and stuff like that. So, yeah, I would have uh, I would have liked to have met him just to, yeah, you know, Guru talks about him. Um, you know, he's ahead of his time, he's a genius, and um, I would have just liked to have met him. Yeah. yeah. Have you, uh, you ever been to Seattle? I haven't actually. Haven't Maybe you? one day. Yeah, Maybe one yeah. Day. I, I've been there. I've uh, I've been been to the grave with him. At, uh, yeah, obviously him and Brandon Lee. Um, I tell you what. How about just this? Um, it's a you know the what if. Thing. Yeah. We we all know the stories about what Guru says about 
Brandon Lee. Yeah. Like, what would you, would you have liked to train with him? Brandon? Yes. Almost oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think. I think he was, a, he was a real phenom, apparently, wasn't he? He was trained by Guru, wasn't he? Yeah. So from that I mean he, he had to well, you know anyone that's trained by gurus you know good level so uh, exactly that's that's the one thing that's always uh, it's it, it it's quite funny because it doesn't get leveled it's the one thing that always gets insinuated at the JKD EO family is it's either a, it's a click or your face fits but it's it's not because it's a group of people that are so different but the one common denominator is nearly everybody in that group they're, they're a good person and driven because it's, it's skill wise is very important but character and integrity is a completely different thing it's about right? honesty isn't it and it's about you know the, like the three a's for gradings attitude attendance and ability where attitude is the first one yeah um and I, yeah I, I really believe that i think um if you build you know, if you're a club owner or instructor or, you know, if you just build your foundations upon um, being a good person and being open and honest and sharing, then I think you're on to a, a good start there. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's an absolute no-brainer, you know, uh, for something that we've got because uh, for most normal people, it's just a hobby and a pastime. And for what we invest in it, you know, it... it what we get in return is just ridiculous, right? You know, the benefits. It, that's funny, actually, because uh, I won't mention the person's name, but I, I was having coffee once with um, this person and who's, who's uh, higher than me, by the way. You know, I class this person as my instructor. And, um, and, I, and I said that very thing. And I said, you know, have you ever had that feeling where, you know, you've turned up to a class and, you know, where, where's that person? Where's this person? Oh, they're, um, they're down the beach or, they, you know, why aren't they training? Why are they missing this? And um, this person just kind of sat back in the chair, smiled, looked at me and said, um, do you know what? It took me ages to figure that out. And he said, but do you know what? He said, that's why we're the instructors, because we're the ones that are there day in, day out. And, uh, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, maybe. So maybe it's not them. Maybe it's maybe it's me. You know? Yeah. So that, that's the lesson I got from that. that yeah, yeah. You know. It's not you, it's me. I've used that line a few times, but no, I've always said, it's not me, it's you. Uh, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> well, yeah, Jason, it's been an absolute privilege chatting to you. And you. I think we, I think we've got some tie boxing coming up. So how do you feel about that? I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it well, Jason is an athlete. I'm, <laughs> I'm basically going to be the world hide and seek champion. I'm going to see if I can stay out of Rick Faye's gaze long enough. But unfortunately with Rick, Rick's got like this superhuman zoning in powers so he can find out who isn't in the room. He doesn't ask the question where you are. He knows where you are. Yeah. I just For, that, Strong in the force, is he? Yeah? People said to me earlier today, you know, oh, you know, I said, well, I'll just, let's just grit your teeth and crack on. Just push your body through it. And, you know, that's it. If you hear another podcast after this, I won't have died <laughs> during tie rounds, but it's going to be harsh. So, Jason, thanks again. Thanks, Mick. No worries. Take care. <laughs> I'm Jason Bow. I run a school in Portsmouth, Hampshire. If you're in the area, I'd like to come down. We train all associated arts with the JKD, Carly Panasukan. The website is www.jasonbow.com. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed it, you're going to love my guest next week. 
In order to apply a technique, you almost have to be able to kind of like commune with the other person, surrender, sink into the person to, to understand what is it about. That little thing that you have to do, like remove yourself out of the process, you learn a lot by yourself. Mixed Martial Arts theme tune was written and performed by Catalina Kicks featuring Kyra. Today's show was produced by Ant McGinley. Mixed Martial Arts is a Paint Your Headphones production. Wow!